Hi, I'm Shama. Hi, I'm Amrita. And we're back with The, the Voice It Out podcast. podcast. Season one was all about what makes us the same and also what makes us different. Now we're including more voices to gain new perspectives and opening up the conversation. So join us and don't keep it in. Voice, Voice it, it out. out. is Amrita. So I'm here again with the Voice Out podcast and in this episode unfortunately Shama has not been able to join us so we're sending get well wishes to Shama. However I do have a guest and this person is not someone I know sorry not someone I've known that long but I feel like she can add a really 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 valuable kind of contribution to the conversation. So I'm just going to say that she is a female photographer and if you don't know her you need to you need to know her basically. It's Shivani Patel. Hello. Hi guys. How are you doing? I'm good thanks. You're hyping me up so much. I haven't even started yet. So basically this 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 woman is like one of those photographers who has this natural talent, right? But I don't think it's only your natural talent because you have a qualification, right? Yes, I do. So go for it. What is your qualification? I have a degree in digital photography from Amazing. Ravensbourne University. Amazing. Yeah. So I just want to ask you to start off with, when did you know that you wanted to take this on as an actual career? Honestly, I never knew. Okay. Yeah, I never knew. I was doing art for GCSE and photography for GCSE. And it just came to the point where we had to choose our universities and pick whatever we wanted to do. And I had no idea what to do. I was like, something to do with art. I'm really creative. And my parents really pushed me to do exactly what I wanted to do. Like they didn't care that it was something creative. It's not like anything like accounting or anything like that. Typical Asian subjects. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> didn't become a doctor. Or an accountant. <laughs> Can't save anyone's life. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do numbers, that's for sure. Oh God, tell me about it. <laughs> So yeah, and then I was just like, why not photography? Let me see where that takes me. It might open up some ventures, it might not. Let's just see how far it goes, really. So did you have or did you want to get any experience in photography before you chose that as like a degree? Not really, because I was doing it as an A-level. So okay. I was just like, let's just see how it goes. Like I love taking pictures. At that point, it was landscape photography. Everyone loved landscape photography. <laughs> of course. I don't know why I loved it then, because it's so boring. <laughs> no offense really? to loves it. <laughs> that's so I just funny it's so boring yeah oh god and then in university it was kind of just like fashion related they wanted us to do studio work so i done quite a lot of that okay and then it just became like weddings like i done like fashion shoots for you yes yeah <laughs> yes so basically it's not a very glamorous story we were looking for a photographer for this podcast shama and i and um yeah we came across shivani yeah. and we just thought let's go with it but before that i actually had a had a solo shoot with you because I wanted some Christmas photos you know as you do because I'm not an influencer but I just yeah, wanted photos yeah, of course. um because I just you know like I'm a, I'm a bit of a tourist even though I'm from London yeah. I'm such a tourist in London yeah. especially over Christmas so it's amazing it's, it's really weird actually because I, this is not the first photo shoot uh, sorry solo photo shoot yeah. I've done so it was the first one it's not the only one yeah and the other photographer actually said to me as well that 
she goes, it's really weird. I'm finding women are doing this more. Yeah. Like women are going for solo shoots and they it's want really their own p- portraits. Yeah. And and I was like, that's really interesting. I've, I've not really known anyone but like an influencer yeah. or a celebrity yeah. or something like that do a, sh- do a shoot. So I just wanted to ask you, obviously you've been in photography, what, five, six seven years? years? Seven, seven years, years sorry. Yeah. I apologise. <laughs> seven years is a long time. So do you think like, like for example, this photographer telling me that yeah. Females are, females are doing more solo shoots. Have you seen an increase in a certain kind of request or anything like that? I feel like I have. There's a lot of, so I do a lot of dating um, shoots as well. Okay. So people will like want it for like Tinder, their Hinge profile and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, so really? really? That's not That's not what I thought you meant about dating. I thought you were going to say <laughs> no, couples like, who are dating. No, no, not even that. Okay. <laughs> Literally. It's actually, Oh. I like to see the confidence to be fair. Yeah, I, I think love it's it. refreshing. Yeah. It's really nice to see. But I see a lot of women doing shoots these days. Like, even if it's just fashion related, it's just for themselves. Like yeah. They, they may never post it on social media. But it's just... Re- yeah. That's really good. I think I that's really nice. in yourself as well. Yeah. And yeah. also, you want to look your best, exactly. if, even if it is exactly. for a Tinder. Well. <laughs> um, but yeah, of course. So I wanted to ask you, actually, because for me, I've always, especially in the Asian industry, like Asian photography, if you like, industry... I've always only known more of male photographers. And so we spoke about this and we said that it's a very male dominated industry, including like even teams, like sometimes there's no female on a team, it's always men. So how have you navigated that as obviously a very young female who's kind of, even when you first started out, how have you navigated through that? Honestly, like I've I've worked with so many different teams, so many different photographers, videographers, and they've all been male, predominantly male. Okay. And I've only I've been the only female photographer there. Right. And people do downplay it quite a lot. Like they're just like, oh, so so I had a couple of days ago I was shooting a birthday, and the there was um, an uncle there, and he was just like, so what company are you with? And I was just like, not with a company, I'm just. I, I'm my own company and he was like wow really and I was like why is it so surprising and he was just like I don't know I didn't think a woman your age would be able to do it and I literally what does that I mean? stopped yeah I stopped and I was just like sorry uncle what do you mean and he was just like I don't know you look very young I don't okay. know if you could I don't know if this is your hobby or if you're doing it full-time and I was like I'm doing it full-time and then he was he his wife was going on about how she only sees male photographers and videographers yeah and I was like I'm in that I'm in that um, community where there's mainly only male photographers and videographers. Yeah. And I really want to break that norm. And I've only met a handful of uh, female photographers as well. As in, so when you say female photographers, are they Asian or are they just yeah. a different yeah, ethnicities? Yeah, Asian, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's quite, well, I feel like, I don't know whether I feel, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because I, like, you know, like, I feel like photography is a creative field, but also I do feel like in our culture, you're lucky that your parents were kind of like yeah, okay with it because yeah. I feel like we still have that stigma in the British Asian culture that, you know, like now it's changing a bit. Like if someone wants to be a dancer exactly. or an actor, yeah. you kind of, you know, like you see people accepting it a bit more and I'm yeah, not sure why, maybe it's just, yeah. it's just evolution. Like, exactly. um, but yeah. photography is something quite niche. Mm-hmm. So did you, when you first set out, because I know you do all kinds of shoots, yeah. right? So when you first set out and you said you started doing weddings and stuff like that, yeah. was there something you wanted to kind of excel in, like certain kind of shoots? So I really wanted to do fashion, like fashion full time. But obviously weddings and stuff came in place and I was just like, let me just pursue that and like see how that goes. Um, but I'm still doing fashion, still love my fashion. Um, 
I okay. really wanted to work for Vogue at one point. Oh, wow. Yeah, I really wanted to do fashion That dream shoots. is still there, right? Please That's, tell me it's yeah, still there. That, that dream is still there, yeah. Okay. Soon come. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. Good. But so, like, it's really funny because when I came across your um, profile before, mm. obviously, we did the single uh, solo shoot. Yeah. Um, I didn't have anything in mind. So all I wanted yeah. was Christmas shots, right? Yeah, of course. And then when I got those shots back, I was just like, wow. Because there's, it's one thing looking at someone's portfolio. Yeah. And it's another thing them kind of getting what you want. Yeah, of course. And you know that it's, yeah. it's really it's really difficult sometimes, especially with someone like me who had never done something like that, mm. to kind of explain that I want a shoot like this and yeah. I want photos like this. And a lot of photographers, when I've spoken to them, not that I've done that many shoots, I've done like two, maybe three, including with Shama, they sort of ask you, what do you want it for? And also, what do yeah. you like? What do you want from it? Do you mm -hmm. want fun shots? Do you want serious yeah. shots? Like, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, I don't know what I want. Yeah. I'm relying on that. the photographer. Yeah, of so when you do have that, when you've kind of almost got full creativity, but obviously mm -hmm. you know there's a purpose to the shoot, yeah. Yeah. if there is one, how do you kind of hone in on what the person wants when they don't even know? So I kind of ask for like example pictures. So like if, okay. if it's, let's say a couple shoot, what kind of couple shoots do you want? Uh, shots do you want? Do you want it to be more fun, more relaxed and less posy? So like more natural shots. So a lot of the time people want that. And I'm just like, I'll create a mood board for them. And if they want photos like this, then this is what we can achieve. But most of the time it's like during the shoot, it's just free flow. Yeah. yeah. So I've noticed that because obviously my my spec was just in London and Christmas, yeah. right? Yeah. I didn't have anything else really in mind. I didn't even know what to wear. If you remember, I yeah. was even asking you, like, should I wear a certain <laughs> colour? Should I be wearing this? But it was just one of those things where it was just, I want to do this for myself. Mm -hmm. cool. But obviously, what? how do you work in, you know, in that sense, when you work with a couple, for example, yeah. or someone who wants a shoot mm -hmm. and you do, like you say, a mood board or some sort of vision, visionary yeah. thing. Yeah. What happens when they actually know what they want? Like, is that hard for you as a creative person? Or do you think, okay, you know what? This is easier because they've got such a good specification yeah. that I can work with. I feel like it's it's a bit of both. Cause sometimes for weddings, let's say, um, some brides literally give me a mood board and they're just like, I want this specific shot, this specific shot at this time, at this time, at this time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I had a wedding a couple of days ago, which was like that. <laughs> she oh, had wow. everything like to the T, everything was like planned out, which okay. I love. I love how everything's like well organized and stuff like that. Um, but then I'm constantly looking at my phone like, oh, can we take a picture like this or like this? And then I'm like putting my own twang into it. I'm saying like, do this shot, do this shot. And they end up loving those shots more. That's really good. Yeah. So I think, again, that brings your creativity yeah. out as well yeah. to kind of match the client, exactly. right? Exactly. So, so it's funny you mentioned organizational skills because I was thinking to myself, apart from the photography, what do you think a photographer needs? And I feel like you need organizational skills, you right? You do. So what else do you think you've kind of had to develop in order to be a really good kind of photographer? What have I had to develop? Because I feel like you would have had to develop your organizational <laughs> yeah, 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 skills yeah. because yeah, you're doing 100%. different things every mm -hmm. day is different, right? Yeah. So, yeah, what else do you think, what qualities do you think a photographer should have, basically? I feel like being up to date with editing is like a key, key thing because I'm kind of like, I shoot and then I edit straight away. So I'll be editing on the train to like utilize that time. I feel like time is, time is money. <laughs> it, is. it is. It's true. So I literally need to utilize that time completely. So I'm editing on the go. I'll edit straight after a shoot so that the clients get it at least on the day or one or two days after. So I have to ask you this because that yeah. means you are on the go pretty much all the time. Yeah. Like you said, on a train, if you've got like, 
I don't know, half an hour when you're, I don't know, just in between two kind of yeah. shoots. And I feel like you are, because even when on your social media, I'm sort of like, this girl never rests. Does she even <laughs> sleep? I look, that's how I feel. <laughs> I feel. You obviously do, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I, that's how I feel. I like, you know, like sometimes really late at night and you posted yeah. something and I'm like, oh my God, she's still awake. Yeah. Or as I'm sitting here just watching something on <laughs> TV or something and you're doing that. But you know, like it's kind of a hustle, right? Mm-hmm. And this is your main hustle. It's not exactly. like it's a side hustle. Yeah. So how do you keep yourself motivated? Because I'm pretty sure you must have days where you're like, I can't be bothered. I want yeah. to stay in my duvet kind of thing. Honestly. <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, I get bored of looking at the same face sometimes. As bad as that sounds. You funny. know, when you're like constantly uh, taking photos and then you constantly look through the images, then you kind of just get, I'm just like bored. I need to see a new face now. <laughs> but then I kind of just like, I'm kind of like, tomorrow's a new day. Like I'll be able to do, I if I get this done, then I'll be able to do another shoot and then that won't be at the back of my mind. That's always like, it's always constantly running through my mind. So I'm just like, I need to get it done. So then I can maybe like chill for a little while, chill for like 30 minutes or so, like watch something, play with my dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like those little... Those little, little moments. Times, yeah, that, yeah that, I mean, I get that. But when you when you are actually having a low day, Yeah. Because we've talked a lot about mental health on this podcast yeah. um, and we've tried to open up the conversation to males a lot more. But yeah. obviously it, it it applies a lot more to females because females yeah, are used, used to, especially in our culture, we're used to juggling everything. Yeah. Even if you don't have like a family, you've got something, you're always yeah. juggling. It's either your yeah, work commitments with your personal commitment. Mm-hmm. It could be anything that you're juggling. Yeah. But when you actually have a low day... And you literally have to push yourself because yeah. you've been committed to a shoot or mm-hmm. to meet someone or whatever. How do you battle that on that day? Because I know you said, you know, you just move on to the next thing, then move yeah. on to the next thing. But sometimes that's not, you know, sometimes you don't feel enough. That, that yeah. You don't feel that attitude is enough. Yeah, no, of course. So how do you battle those as a photographer as well? Because, yeah. you know, like you have to be on form, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's a wedding or something. I, exactly. I kind of, honestly, I just, it's like a light bulb in my head. It just goes like that and it's just like you have to do this today and I, I literally just do it like even if I can't wake up I'm just like you gotta wake up now like even if it's just like 30 more minutes on your phone you gotta do you gotta push through the rest of the day and I just literally that's really good because I feel like that is a sense of your passion right yeah yeah you've course. got the passion for yeah. it so therefore that passion motivates yeah. you exactly yeah I think that's really important did you think you'd find that kind of passion in photography how like when did you know that you'd find that I think it was like the second year of uni. I was just like, wow, I really want to do this. I was like full time. And then I was just like, let's just do it. That's how much I loved it. And Mm. it was kind of like building up my own business. Obviously that took so, so long to build it up and then to build up my name. And like now people know me. That's I I feel like that's quite early because I think when so many, like, you know, so many people go to uni and they yeah. have one quali- qualification, they end up in a completely different yeah, of sector like, yeah. to what they've studied. Yeah. So that's really good that you've actually yeah. stuck to the same thing you studied. There's loads of people at my university that don't do photography anymore. <laughs> I know, but it could be a side hustle for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, of course. So uh, the last shoot that I had, I say the last shoot as if I've had so many millions <laughs> of shoots, but the last shoot that I had was actually a birthday present from one of my Aww. friends and she brought me a photo shoot. Mm-hmm which I think is one of the most beautiful presents I could it ever is. get. Yeah. Um, and so the lady did my who did my photography, it was like a really nice summer day and we were in the park. And then I just randomly asked her, I was like, is this your full-time thing? Yeah. And she said, yes, I've given up medicine. I was like, you're a doctor? Oh, wow. And she was like, yeah, I was a doctor. Wow. She gave up medicine 
She was a proper doctor. Wow. To take up full-time photography. She must really love photography. Yeah. Wow. I was just like, I was so like, I can understand like, you give up a career yeah. for another, for yeah. something you love. But I didn't think that it would be something like that. I know. So I just thought, I, did, I don't know. I just, I just, I just thought to myself, oh my God, like. Mm-hmm. Both are rewarding in so many different ways. Yeah. So I didn't. I think I was so shocked that I didn't even ask her anything else because I was just like, you were a doctor. But I can understand, you know, like, especially after COVID, I don't know if she, yeah. like how how yeah. how many years she'd been a full-time photographer. Mm. So I just found that really interesting because I was just like, wow, that's a really big yeah. change. It is a very, very big change. Yeah. Like people go from finance to photography. Yeah. And it's like, it's like smaller things. Well, it's not really yeah. small, but like, you know what I mean? No, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's not like one of those... I don't know. I just feel like medicine is such a big thing. It is, yeah. And you have to study so long for it as well. Do you get what I mean? Like for finance or something, it's not, unless you really, really want to do extra studies, you're studying a certain amount of time and then you're maybe picking it up in the job or whatever or um, in the job and being educated, like taking Mm -hmm. a course or something at the same time. But for medicine, I was just like, wow. She really gave up medicine. I literally, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So... I'm not going to mention who, but you recently had a really big, high-profile photo shoot that you did. If you don't know what this is, just look on her social media. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, I know you've probably done a lot of high-profile shoots, but that's the only one I know of. Yeah. Like, how difficult is it to keep stuff like that a secret? It's so difficult. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I'll mention one that i done recently, but I won't mention the company. Um, so I recently... Took photos for Prince Williams. Oh, so wow. That was actually really cool. Yeah. Congratulations. That yeah. sounds amazing. <laughs> Which was actually really cool. But it's like, I really wanted to post it out. Yeah. But obviously everything has has to be like kept for them. I'm not allowed to post anything, sadly. But it's like, I really want to post everything on social media. I really want to tell the world. Oh, <laughs> I, I totally get that. And I think it's weird because it's really similar to being in British Asian media. So I used to be one of those people, right? When I first started in the media, I used to be one of those people who wanted to tell everyone before things happened. Yeah. Because you're so excited about it. That's that's basically all it is. It's just the excitement of, oh my God, I'm going to meet this Mm -hmm. person. Oh my God, I'm going to this interview. I've learned, it took me time, but I learned that it's better to post something after it happens. Of course, like Nazar. That as well, but also... (laughs) If something goes wrong in the middle, you're posting something and then... You're building up to be something. Or also someone can say to you, oh, we don't want your interview to go up. Yeah, yeah. How do you know, right? You don't don't know something could have happened, whatever. So I started not posting stuff. Yeah. Until it's actually happened. And then it just reminded me that how much social media influences us these days. So that's what I was saying. That's what I wanted to ask you, actually. Because building your brand, you've had... You've been there in a time where social media has literally taken off. Yeah. So maybe building your brand has been slightly easier, I would say, maybe. Yeah. Or we have you relied on word of mouth as well? A bit of both. But social media does play a huge part into it because everyone can see my work from there. And because everything's up in yeah. one place, everyone just like, wow, like that, that's a good photo or this yeah. is a good photo. And then they see like some high profiles and stuff that I've kind of worked with. So social media is a great place. It's a great platform for me. <laughs> I totally agree with you because I think I started my British Asian media journey through yeah. social media because yeah. I got contacted on social media. But like you say, there's certain things you can't post. Of course, yeah. But so I was going to ask you, even though you couldn't post the photos of the Prince William shoot, yeah, could you not say something? Or was that not allowed either? No. Not oh, allowed. no. 
Yeah. So this is the first mention. Yeah, this is the first mention. Wow. <laughs> Hello, exclusive. <laughs> um, but that's that is that is actually amazing. So did you yeah. have any interaction with him? And did you kind of have like I feel like I would have had this if it was anyone from like the royal yeah. family or something. I probably would have been like, oh my god, I'm actually here. Like Literally, I'm so in front nervous. of this person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the pictures were. So I was told before that the pictures would be going up on daily mail and stuff and there oh, was like they had um their own getty image photographers so they were like dressed to impress guys and i was like okay so i need to be like tip-top shape but then i had like lenses all over me and everything and i i came in one photo <laughs> i was like great oh man yeah <laughs> that's that's so funny but how did you so, feel in that moment though you know like because it's it yeah. would have been so surreal yeah so i kind of literally i was just like wow i'm actually here wow he's in front of me like this close up we weren't allowed to interact with him of okay. course um so it's kind of just like just smiling like from the corner like just just know who i am <laughs> she's funny photography of it <laughs> so if funny. only i could say that <laughs> oh bless you yeah. so where, where are the photos going then like do you know where so they're they going just go on to press okay press release yeah so are you looking for more kind of stuff like that? Because yeah, it's not, you know, it's, it's like one of the worst things when you're there and you've taken yeah. photos or you've done yeah. something so important and you, can't and you literally it. can't do anything <laughs> with that. But you can put it on your CV, right? Even yeah, though, yeah, yeah. do we have yeah. CVs these days? Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> literally. <laughs> you can put it on your portfolio. Yeah. Um, I mean, if anyone asks, I'll just say. <laughs> not that anyone would ask. But I you mean, asked about high profile, so I did. I so did. At least I, I wasn't actually talking about that one, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but no, so yeah, so okay, yeah, fair enough. It's different. Sorry, different. It's difficult yeah. to keep things secret, yeah, right? But it then on social media, so just to carry on the social media conversation, <laughs> I totally understand that social media can literally elevate a brand, yeah. right? Yeah. But have you been really kind of articulate about what you want to post, how you want to post it, yeah. and? Because like you are a business mm -hmm. as opposed to an individual, because obviously you yeah. have different accounts, but realistically your photography is your business. Yeah, of course. Like what, how, like did you decide very early on that this is going to be my strategy? Did you work with someone for a strategy? Like how did you navigate it? Honestly, nothing. I didn't, I'm like very particular with my posting on Instagram as well. So I like it to be in a certain way, but I just kind of, you kind of look at other profiles and you're just like, oh, this looks cool. Maybe I can try that on mine but it's always just been like i'll just post it however i post it whatever i want to post really like there's never been like any sort of structure yeah i think that's quite good because on your profile you can get a lot of the gist of what you do but also mm -hmm. you do a lot of things yeah <laughs> like a lot of stuff <laughs> so it's like it's, it's like it shows off your versatility as a yeah. photographer yeah but also I guess you can choose which photos you think yeah, of course. kind of make the most of, mm -hmm. I don't know, the daylight or whatever yeah, it is, course, you know, like yeah. the light or yeah. the angle or whatever it is. That's Loads of people cool. like prefer other photos compared to mine, the ones that I choose. But obviously everyone has a different eye. Yeah. So if I post one, one picture as like the start of the carousel, people are like, why didn't you post this one? I'm just like, because I like this one more. But they're like, but this one would do way better as like the first picture. And I'm just like, the photographer's eye, someone else's eye, everything's so different. Yeah. And this is what I mean. So that's why I was going to ask, that's why I asked you actually, if you had yeah. a strategy. But that's quite good that you're kind of, you're kind of like, I guess you're showcasing what you think is a good photo. Yeah. Um, Regardless of what yeah. someone else might. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so long as everything's in there. So long as yeah. all the best shots that I think are in there. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. So I wanted to ask you, just to change the topic slightly, yeah, okay. um, I wanted to ask you about, um, you shoot at weddings, right? Mm -hmm. So 
in terms of British Asian stereotypes, British Asian culture, yeah. like you said, you're the fe- you're a female photographer and sometimes people don't expect you to be there yeah. as a professional photographer. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know whether they might expect you to be an assistant or something. Yeah. You know, like, because I, I, I feel like I would do that. Not in mm-hmm. not in a horrible way, but yeah, yeah, like yeah, just sitting with you. I feel mm-hmm. like if I went in, if I went to a wedding, yeah. I wouldn't expect a female photographer. I have yeah. been to weddings with female yeah. photographers, but I just, that's not my expectation. And I feel like that's my conditioning as yeah. the British Asian to kind of just think, no, it's men. Men, men mm. are photographers, right? Yeah. So then when you go to weddings or when you're around family, as in the, the, the bride or groom's family, yeah. do you sometimes, do people sometimes tease you about getting married? All the time. They're just like, <laughs> I've had clients be like, shall I set you up with my son oh. or shall I set you up with my with my nephew? My, oh my Literally, God. it goes round. <laughs> it happens all the time. How do you deal with that? I find that like, weird, even when it's just family. Yeah. And you're doing it with strangers. Like, that happened to you with pretty much, know, pretty much like, strangers. It's very awkward. Sometimes they, <laughs> they literally bring their sons or whatever to me. And they're just like, hey, have a conversation. I'm just like, you don't even know me. Yeah. It's really awkward. It happens all the time. But it's such an Asian thing. They yeah. just want to get their sons married. They, my parents yeah. don't even care. Yeah. My parents are just like, just get married whenever you want to. Yeah. Yeah. And I, But it's just like, the community they're just like yeah she's asian she's indian let's just try and Dick set box. them up yeah exactly yeah. she has a job clearly see it's really weird because like I, I i do feel like obviously every family is different right yeah but realistically mm-hmm. i sometimes think that okay they set you up with a guy at a stranger's you know you're yeah. working there yeah. and then would they be actually able to accept that they've got someone in the family who's a photographer like a female yeah, photographer that's what i think as well Really? She makes me think that, yeah. Because obviously, loads of people are really traditional thinking. Yeah. Like my dad is very traditional. Yeah. He doesn't understand my career. Okay. Which I respect. Well, it's fine. But he's he not stopped understand. you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. just like, I don't understand why people want a photographer. And I'm just like, Dad, all right. I mean, <laughs> that why is like your literal <laughs> career. <laughs> exactly. But he doesn't understand it, but it's fine. But my mom understands it. And my mom's like always supportive of it. Um, So it's not really been an issue in that sense, but... I do feel like more traditional parents and stuff will kind of be like, oh, so photography, so how much is she earning? Like, can she make a whole career out of this? Is she making a whole career out of this? How many days does she work? How booked up is she? How many hours a day? Exactly, exactly. I do feel like that comes into play even now. Mm. You know, like for creative careers especially. But I was just wondering because like, you said you don't get pressure from your parents about marriage, right? Yeah. But I feel like the pressure that came, I don't, okay, it's not pressure. I got to correct myself. It wasn't (laughs) pressure, but it was just like, you know, like the little nudge. Mm -hmm. It's not pressure so much, but it's just a nudge. Like Like, find someone, look for someone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that came to, I think that came mid to late twenties for me, Yeah, which was, feels like ages ago. It is ages ago. But like, so you're obviously of around the same age. Mm And I don't, obviously you've said your parents think she'll do it when she wants to, yeah. right? Maybe yeah. when you meet the right person, I don't know if you've met the right person, mm-hmm. like whatever, whatever, whatever your situation is. Yeah. I think in the British Asian culture, this is in the UK, definitely. Yeah. Because I feel like it it's an Asian culture thing, but it's a British Asian mm-hmm. culture thing that there is a right age to get married. Yeah. And I get told, I used to get told that as well when I was in my twenties, mm-hmm. that, you know, this is the right age for you to get married. Yeah. And obviously I'm like 40, and I'm not married. And we've spoken about this in a previous yeah. episode, right? Because sometimes people do get to a certain age, you just haven't met the right person. Well, it's not you don't an alien concept anymore. Yeah. Because I think 
it's so funny. I was watching, um, I can't remember what it was. I was watching something. I think it was a reel that came up on yeah. Instagram where someone had said the reason there are so many divorces now in um, Asian families is because women have realized they've got a voice. Yeah. 100%. So I do partly agree with that. Yeah, I but do. also I, I I do kind of, this is my opinion, but I feel like sometimes male attitudes haven't evolved as well yep. with the women mm -hmm. getting the voice, right? 100%. And now where women are earning and, you know, they're able to make their own decisions, they can yeah. live out, they can stand on their own two feet. Exactly. That's always been the case. But I feel like, especially in my parents' generation, there was a thing of, Divorce definitely can't happen, yep. no matter how unhappy you might be. Mm -hmm. you but also, you yeah, you work it out. out. You have to work it out. It doesn't yeah. matter. Whoever it's for, right? It's yeah. for the kids. It's for our parents. Yeah. We can't do that to them. Exactly. But now, I feel like women are breaking out a bit. Yeah, I do agree with that. But obviously, you're in your 20s. I'm saying that. I'm saying this in my 40s, right? Mm. You're in your 20s. But for your generation now, do you think it is one of those things where marriage is not the be all and end all like you know like someone like yeah. me 20 years ago I was I was I was of that mindset and mm -hmm. I still in, in a way I am still there because that's what I want yeah. I'm not saying that everyone else has to have yeah, it yeah, no, that's my personal thing but how do, how is it for you now as a 20 year old in like 2023 20 sorry not 20 year old she's not 20 <laughs> <laughs> in her 20s <laughs> how does it feel for you now I don't know because I was having this conversation with my sister and my cousin the other day and we were just like you don't need a man to be happy like it's such an Asian thing it you need a man, you need to, he needs to provide for you. You can't provide for yourself, he needs to provide for you. <laughs> yeah. But you don't need a man to be happy and I just feel like being single is is fine. Like, yeah. you don't. I don't, see, see the, the thing with me, and Shama says this to me all the time, I think yeah. she even said it on the podcast, Yeah. that she's happy that I'm not the kind of person who settled for someone. Yeah. Just because I wanted to tick the box of marriage, yeah, of right? But you're right, I do feel like, we don't like, we, we can say this as women now that we don't feel like we need a man to be happy. Yeah. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with wanting someone. No, of course. You know, as a companion course, for yeah. life or whatever yeah. to be happy. We're not saying that, you know, no, no, no we're no, absolutely no. not saying yeah. that that is a wrong feeling to have. But it's really weird because, okay, you and, you, you and your um, sister cousin were saying, okay, you don't need a man to be happy. Yeah. But, because they're saying that because of the pressure that right. they're getting. Exactly. Yeah. But because the parents' generation don't understand yeah, that, I'm exactly. assuming, right? Yeah. Okay. So if it was one of those things where, say you say you wanted to remain independent and single, like I, I personally don't see anything wrong with that. And I've known statistics yeah. where more women are doing that mm -hmm. because they just want to live their own life, exactly. right? Yeah. I feel like that's kind of not, happening in the asian culture so much no. it is for certain people mm. with like really progress progressively thinking families yeah i don't think we can do that yet like as a yeah. readily like women move out whatever i know a lot of people do but i still like i feel like there's still not a stigma but there's a kind of there's a certain attitude towards yeah. it that, oh you know this this woman is out of hand or whatever mm. she wants to live by herself she doesn't want to look after her parents and it's nothing to do with any of yeah. that yeah but people don't people on the outside don't understand that I think there's a lot of people who put themselves on the outside yeah, of that. Yeah, it's true. So it's it, it's really weird. I, f I find it really weird in this day and age. But also, like I said, sometimes male attitudes don't help. Yeah. So have you ever encountered like a male, I don't know, a cousin or brother or even a friend? Mm -hmm. Have you ever kind of encountered those kind of opinions when your friends, like in your age group? Because I think I feel like 
I have come across stuff like that. But obviously yeah. in my time, this is my time. <laughs> but you know what I mean? In my time, when I was in my 20s and 30s, yeah. I feel like I still came across men like that who were just like, I want you to just say yes to everything I say. You have yeah. to agree with everything I yeah. do, I say. Do you still come across that? Slightly, but not not as much, I don't think. Okay. What do you think? Do, do you think that's because of anything in particular that maybe there is a change in that generation? I feel like maybe men have changed in a sense. It would be nice if they did. Yeah, in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice. <laughs> it would, it would, honestly, it really would. In a sense, I feel like it's just mentality at the end of the day. But obviously some people kind of pick up the mentality of their parents or sometimes people pick up the mentality of the generation and the the lifestyle that they're living. So like the place where they're living. So obviously over here, everything's very modernized. So I feel like only some men have kind of switched on to that. Yeah. To where we are. I think it's, diff- it's, it's difficult when, um, you know, like, especially after COVID and stuff, yeah. cost of living, all the rest of it. A lot yeah. of people, I think, have had to move back in with their parents, including yeah, obviously men. Yeah. Um, but also I've come across men who literally just don't, like, you know, like want things done for them, but also I've mm. come across men who are very independent. Yeah. And it's like, I sometimes sit here and I'm like, I don't actually know what I think about that. But also I am I feel like I'm ready to adapt, right? Yeah. But I feel like also that there's this, this is another, I don't know if it's a British Asian thing, but people always say, oh, the older you get, the less um, you can adjust. Yeah, I hear that a lot as well. I don't know if that's entirely true. I think I it depends think on true. the person, it right? Does. It, really it depends does. on the person. But also, I still feel like even in my 40s, I say 40s, I'm literally only one year in. But um, yeah. I feel like there's still a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Marriage-wise, maybe. Um, I feel like there always will be in our community. Yeah, but also pressure. it's a bit weird because I feel like a lot of people just, they think, oh, you're after, you're, you're over 30, so... Mm. You don't want to get married now, right? Yeah. And I'm sort of like, why Why is marriage only attributed to like your 20s? Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't think that makes sense. I completely sense. agree. Because I heard, I heard a conversation the other day and some lady was saying, some auntie was saying, once you reach 30, I'm not sure if you're going to find a man. And I'm just like, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. It's never the case of you're not going to find a man. And they, they're just like, you might have to settle for someone younger. And I'm just like, What's wrong with that? Exactly. What is wrong with that? What is wrong with four years younger, five years younger? There's nothing wrong with it. And they're no. just like, yeah, but that's quite a big of a gap. It really isn't. <laughs> I think it depends on the mentality, right, of the yeah. two people. And if you sometimes if you get along with someone, you mm. get along with someone and it doesn't exactly. matter how old they yeah. are. Um, it's I just find it really fascinating that, you know, like, because you're, you're like in your 20s. When I was in my 20s, I felt like I didn't even know who I was. Yeah. And I feel like, the, as, like you know like as I've got older I've realized that social media for example has really made the world smaller has, but bigger yeah. you see what I mean yeah. so then I feel like people in my it, people in my 20s people in twen- in their 20s like for example your generation yeah. you're very how do I say it you're very confident mm-hmm. in what you want like yeah. where you want to go where you it's where like your life is right? right it's career focused yeah. but it's also very like this is my opinion and yeah. that's it, right? Yeah. I don't think I was like that in my yeah. 20s, especially because I don't know whether it was the group I was, you know, like my group of friends or whatever. Yeah. I just felt like I wasn't that comfortable in myself. Mm. 
But I feel like in your generation, you are, right? Yeah. I feel like... But what brings that about? Do you think that might have been social media? I feel like I... um, I'm not even sure. I just feel like social media does does have... Does play a role in it. Yeah. But I feel like on social media, you just see everyone, like... People younger than me are getting married. I'm like... Yeah. What's going on? What am I doing wrong? (laughs) I'm just like, I'm pretty happy where I am. Yeah. But like, you know, I just want to like focus on my career at the moment. And like, people are just like... Yeah, let's just get married. Let's buy a house together and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm still living at home. Yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing career. wrong with that, right? Yeah. So we had someone, we had a guest previously in the season mm-hmm. who, um, it was a male, who said that he literally spent his 30s, sorry, 20s. Mm-hmm. He spent his 20s building his career. Yeah. And he has now spent his 30s. Well, he's not past his 30s. He's in, he's in his 30s. Mm-hmm. He's spending it like, in the more important space, which is his fitness, his mental health, yeah. his family. You know, there's there's a different set of priorities now mm. for him. Yeah. And he actually said as a disclaimer right at the beginning, women have it harder than men, right? So I'm not saying that, you know, like I've had it really hard. I've had to focus yeah. on my career and I yeah. couldn't fit in the fitness. And now I'm, but I sort of think COVID, like the statistics that came out after the pandemic were that women have it harder right so women were doing most of the housework they were working they were looking after the kids they were cooking Mm -hmm. they were doing whatever it is i found that really interesting because i felt genuinely i felt like that was an asian thing yeah because we have that expectation of our mums for example we might have an Mm -hmm. expectation someone might have it of their daughters and i just i struggle where like I said, I feel like it's a generational thing. Yeah. I can't break out of that because I feel like I'm still at home. But someone in their 20s, like you say, yeah. someone who's younger than me has already done it. I know. And is juggling it's... God knows what. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely like God knows kids. What. Yeah. Work, housework. So you find, do you find it a bit daunting to think that people, obviously, like you said, yeah. people of your age or younger... But obviously they're in a different yeah. life space, right? But mm-hmm. do you find it daunting or does it, do you sometimes feel like, no, I want to get there at some point. Obviously you yeah. probably do. Yeah. But yeah, wh- how do you feel about it? I felt like, cause my, some of my friends started having babies when they were 22. Oh wow. And I was like, like obviously as a kid, I was like, I want to get married by 26. I want to have a baby at that time as well. Like obviously that's just younger us. We're just like, we want this now. We want this now. But coming into like my almost late uh, 30s, (laughs) late 20s. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm gonna focus on myself, I wanna focus on my career before I can do that for my future. So I'm I'm not in like any stage of like, I need to get married at this stage anymore. I'm just like, if it happens in my 30s, it happens in my 30s, like no rush for it. But obviously seeing everything, seeing my friends and stuff, having babies, getting married and stuff, it's just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that comes with, that comes with a lot of us. Yeah. I think that is a social media thing, I think, for me, because I feel like when I've taken a detox from social media, I don't feel that much pressure. Of course. But it's like, sometimes you just see like wedding videos. I'm not saying I'm looking at the ones that you've done, (laughs) but I'm just saying, (laughs) sometimes you look at wedding videos, because I do follow quite a a few like videographers, photographers. And you just sort of, I think I've scrolled past them now because I'm just like, really? this is fantastic that it's happening to that person. Yeah. But I just don't want to see it. Yeah. Sometimes you're kind of just like, oh, they're so cute. Like you just you just look at all yeah. these videos and you're just like, oh, they're so cute. And then you just like it. And you're just like, why am I liking it? <laughs> you like the video. <laughs> yeah. The videos are amazing. I can't lie. 
They have to be right. Yeah. Because I feel like the wedding industry is a bit like that now. Mm. That everything has to be perfect. Exactly. But I feel like loads of people are doing proposals now just for the gram as well. So I was just about to ask yeah. you about proposals actually, because you, I know you are a main photographer for a proposals company. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was going to say actually, because I feel like if I was in your shoes yeah. in my twenties and doing this, I would be like, oh my days, like there's so much love. Like there's mm-hmm. so many there love so stories, love. but yeah. you're right. Some of it is for the gram. It is. I've had, so I've been told a story by one of the companies that I work for right. and they basically said a guy proposed in Mayfair in a restaurant and the girl said, no, not now. She said, do it up. I want it at the shard. I want it. Oh my god! I want it to be properly done, and then I'll say yes. So the next day oh. he booked them, and he she said yes. So she literally wanted it. She wanted a picture, basically. She wanted it for the gram, and loads of people actually do proposals because they want the photos taken, but they've already proposed elsewhere. They just want it for photos. Oh my god! I so didn't know this was yeah. a thing. It is. It's a hundred percent a thing. <laughs> people dress up for it. I get the like, dressing up. Yeah, I do get the dressing up. They have a specific up. dress and a specific hair yeah, so and I makeup f- and everything okay. for it. Wow, this is <laughs> yeah. a big revelation for me because I felt like obviously I, I, I'm I'm quite naive like that, but I just felt like you know like it's a surprise. So you're dressed yeah. up because you think you're going somewhere else exactly. or like exactly yeah whatever it is. You might think you might even be told okay we're going on a photo shoot so dress yeah. nicely yeah and then you get there and there's like a massive marry me yeah. Um, what do you call it? Lights or whatever, yeah. and like petals and whatever. Oh my god! Yeah, loads of people just do it for the gram. They just want to have the photos. Wow! I know. Give me ideas now. <laughs> can you imagine? Just getting a stand-in like model. Yeah. Who can be my fiance? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you exactly. Imagine? That's hilarious. <laughs> that is so hilarious. It's but obviously, a lot of effort goes into that yeah. as well, and a lot of money, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they're okay with that. Yeah, people are okay with that. They just, honestly, it's just for photos. People just want it for photos, for videos, anything to showcase that they've been proposed to and how extravagantly, yeah. Wow. Always the case. <laughs> I did not think that that would be the case, honestly. Um, so basically, I also wanted to ask you, you have shot in a lot of different locations. Mm-hmm. And you, so for example, so, okay, so let's just, I don't know a lot about Shivani. There's one thing I know about Shivani and that is you shoot everywhere. Yeah. You do all kinds Literally. of shoots. Yeah. There's no like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. No, I can't be there. No, we can't shoot there. You literally are open to yeah. everything. And because you're full-time, like we've discussed previously, yeah. you've managed to get a lot of experience in different scenarios, yeah, right? So you've worked with different clients. You've been to different locations, etc. What do you think is your favourite in that sense, like, what do you most enjoy? Like, do yeah. you most enjoy outdoor shoots? Do you enjoy, sh- like, I don't know, studios yeah. or parties or like, what? What, what is what is what? What's the one thing that you think? Oh my god, I really love this. I love proposals. You really do. Yeah, I do <laughs> even though proposals. even though they might be for the ground. Yeah, I do <laughs> love them because I love like capturing the raw moment. Okay. Sometimes they're like, women are crying, and it's just like so nice to see raw moments. And because I do a lot of them, it's just really nice to see the moments really yeah oh i do love it yeah are you like a closet romantic you might not be even being in the closet i mean yeah i guess so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess I was so. Going to say, a little bit more romantic. so is there is there has there ever been a proposal that has been very bollywood bollywood i wouldn't say bollywood but they filmy. are like 
But they are like very like extravagant. Like the Akshay and Harpreet from The Apprentice. Yeah. Theirs was very like sparklers and everything. Okay. He wanted it very like um red. Yeah. Like very like romantic y. And it's really nice to see. Was it was like, a really oh, nice clear yeah. day because you could see the landmarks in their yeah. photos as yeah. well. Which really, was nice. Really was nice that day. difficult to capture in terms of, you know, like you knew you had the scene behind you as well of like the skyline? Yeah. Because we, was, was we were literally trying to juggle with the wind. The oh. wind, it, because it was on such a high story. Yeah. The wind was doing everywhere, like going everywhere. And we wanted to get the Tower Bridge in the background. We had to yeah. completely go to the opposite side. Oh my God. And get no view on this side. So just take pictures of the couple on this side and that side to see the shard. It's so difficult. Wow. Yeah. So I was going to ask you if you had any any like shoots that have been particularly challenging where you've been like, okay, this can't be done or literally like that, you've just had to yeah. completely change direction on yeah. it. I think in terms of that, it's, sometimes it's lighting. Okay. Lighting can be a struggle. Like for instance, like if I'm shooting like way into pitch dark, it's hard to like light up the subject. I just, sometimes I feel like it's very like washed out. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want them to bleed in the light. Right. So sometimes that can be really challenging. Also when I don't know where I'm shooting in that sense. So sometimes okay. it could be at Tower Bridge, the client can show up really late and it could be pitch dark at that point. Mm. Then I don't really know what to do. But then I kind of like figure stuff out. I'm just like, I've done this before. Like, don't doubt yourself. You can do this. <laughs> so I figure it out in the end and it all works out really. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I was just thinking because I feel like weather conditions obviously would yeah. would come into play there. Yeah. So what, like, if you, has it actually been where you've actually had to change direction because of the weather or because a client has been like, oh my God, I hate this or whatever it is? No. That's really no, positive. Yeah. I try to, I always try to think positive. I always try to just say, you can do this. No matter how hard the situation is, you can do this. I obviously always positive affirmations, just like throughout the day. Even if I'm doubting myself, I'm just like, sometimes I'll be like, so I, I was coming up to this podcast today and I was just like, I'm really nervous. No, you can do this. You can do this. <laughs> You'll so this be fine is, this is you your, on the roll. This is your first podcast, right? It's my third podcast. Oh, it's your yeah. third podcast. Yeah. So yeah, I was wondering, okay, so you shouldn't have been that nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I, Come on. I was like, will I be able to sleep tonight? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because we had someone else who actually um, is really like, he's really... Um, what you call it, experienced in doing interviews. Yeah. And then you realised that we're going to be interviewing him. And he was like, oh, oh my God, really? I'm you so nervous. Really? like roll off on yeah. the conversation, yeah. I don't know, I don't know, yeah, I'm not really sure what happened there. But he was okay, because we, because yeah. basically we wanted him to talk about a certain subject. Yeah. So it wasn't, it was something different for him. Mm-hmm. So I think that was part of what the nerves yeah. were. But oh, it's quite funny, because I'm, I'm really weird when I'm, when I'm nervous. I think when, I feel like when I'm nervous... I'm usually nervous before a celebrity interview. Yeah. Or I've been nervous before recording guest podcasts sometimes, mm-hmm. especially if you don't know the person. If I know the person, yeah, it's course. okay. Yeah. But even when you know the person, sometimes it's like, should I ask that? Should I not ask yeah. that? Um, but so far we've, fingers crossed, we've not had anyone who's, you know, like been like, oh my God, yeah. it was awful kind of thing. Hopefully we won't have that. Won't. But um, yeah, it's, it's like one of those things where, so when I, when I feel nervous... I kind of go by the adrenaline of feeling nervous yeah. and it makes me feel better. I know it yeah. sounds really stupid, but it's like, I, I do this thing where, for example, if I'm meeting a really big celebrity and I'm going to be in front of them like mm. this, just talking to them, I'm super nervous because I need to have my professional hat yeah. on. And I'm always a fan of that person yeah. because I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm a Bollywood person. Yeah. Always been a fan. Ultimately, you have to just realize it's a person, right? Exactly. 
it's at the end of the day, that's what you have to realize. Yeah, so have you ever been nervous before any photo shoot and yeah. you've had to kind of talk yourself into like, oh my God, um, you're probably going to mention Prince William again, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I also done, I'm not sure of the guy's name, but you know Godot? Godot. Okay, I just said it. No, no, Sunny Deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I met Sunny Deal for um, a photo shoot and it was a press release for that as well. I was really nervous and he was so nice. He's lovely. He's the most nicest person I think I've ever met. (laughs) Honestly, he was like, I wish you the best for your future. Do you do this full time? Like He was like proper having a conversation So having an interest, it's nice. That is really nice. nice. So I've interviewed him on the phone for um, Kyle, I think it was. Or Kyle Mm. too, Kyle, Kyle once again. And so I, sorry to say, <laughs> I was a bit indifferent about the deals. Just yeah. I've just never been a really big fan. Not mm. that I've got anything against them. Yeah, I yeah, still watch course. their films and stuff. Yeah. I just wouldn't count myself as an actual fan, um, yeah. even though I appreciate you know their films and yeah, music or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, I interviewed him on the phone, Sunny Deal, and he completely won he's me round because yeah. he's he was just so nice. He, literally, and I didn't expect that. So so nice. You didn't expect like, it, though, right? Cares. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we had a little break before another speaker came in, and he was just like, "So how are you guys?" It was me and another videographer. He was like, "So how are you guys? Do you guys want anything to drink?" So and I was nice. Like, Bless you. Yeah. Honestly, so sweet. I think sometimes that makes all the difference because yeah, it just puts it you at ease. Yeah, and it makes you feel like. It makes you feel more excited to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've had an interaction. Lucky. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Have you had any other celebrities like that? Uh, Lucky Ali. Oh. Yeah. He's nice. very, very nice as well. So i done his concert um, a couple months ago. Yeah. He's very, very nice as well. So oh, he, nice. he interacts as well. Really nice person. I think that's yeah. quite nice. Yeah. So have you, did you do like profile shots and stuff? Yes. Okay. So as in for him? Yeah. Or, for, for, for any oh, celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done quite a few profile shots. I've worked with a few Olympians um, for WhatsApp. So that's been really nice. Loads of people are really, just like really friendly. And you don't expect it. Like, mm. You expect people to be stuck up, as bad as it sounds. Like, no, you do. You do. I think that's good. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a good thing to yeah. set yourself up and think that they're going to be exactly. horrible. Because then when they're nice, it's always a bonus. I know, exactly. It's so, <laughs> that's so how nice. I always see it. Like, it makes you feel comfortable as well. Yeah. Yeah. But also... I feel like you're preparing yourself for the worst. And then when you yeah, get exactly. the best, it's exactly. always a good thing, exactly. right? Um, and I think it, 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 yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's a hopes thing. Like mm-hmm. You don't, you don't like keep your hopes up and then yeah. it kind of goes really well. That's really cool. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, like, obviously you said you were nervous before Sunny yeah. Deal. Yeah. But it's really funny because I think that if I was a photographer, not that I'm ever going to be a photographer. You never know. <laughs> no, I'm not, honestly. I feel like I'd be nervous before everything. Yeah, I used to be like that, honestly. Oh, God. Literally, I used to be like that. When I first started, I was. my mum would take me to work. She still does. She still oh, waits in the car. Oh, that's so yeah, sweet. Until I'm done sometimes. If it's, like, really far away, she'll, like, drop me. And she'll be like, I'll wait. Even if it's, like, three hours, she'll be like, I'll wait. <laughs> Bless her soul. But when that's I first nice. started, I was. she used to take me to work if it was down the road or something. And I'd be like, mum, I don't want to go in. And she'd be like, why? Like, oh, you'll be fine. Three hours will go like that. I was like, mom, I don't want to go in. I'm so nervous. I don't know if I can do the shoot. She was like, stop doubting yourself. Like, you can do the shoot. You've been doing it. You're doing a degree in it. That's nice. Just, yeah, I guess I just needed that. Like, someone to just, like, push me. Yeah, at yeah. the right time as well. Exactly. exactly. When you didn't want to go in. Yeah. You, need, you literally need yeah. someone at that moment exactly. sometimes, right? Exactly. I didn't want to go into any of my shoots. I was like, do I have to? Like, I really don't want to do it. I really don't want to do this. Oh. Yeah. But then I built it up, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, I can 
battle with anything. Sometimes I don't even ask the client like, what exactly is happening? Like, what's the rundown of the day? I'll just go there and I'll just be like, just let me know. Just, let, just ask a DJ, if anything. <laughs> For if it's like a what? birthday party, I'll just be like, yeah, just let me know what the rundown is. And I just... But I think, like I said, some people don't know what they want. They just want a photographer. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? And they want, literally, sometimes it's just about capturing the moment. Exactly, yeah. And they just kind of leave it with you. That's basically what a photographer does, right? But it depends how they capture the moment as well. Because, yes, there have been photographers that I've heard of and I've also worked with where they haven't been fully engaged. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, like, I get really kind of, how do I put it? I get really annoyed when it's when when I'm working with someone, whether it's professionally or even for a personal thing, yeah. and that person isn't passionate because you can see it straight you away can. You can. and you can feel it straight mm-hmm. away as well. So I kind of get a bit kind of like this person's not yeah. for me, yeah. but that's really disappointing. It is. It ruins it ruins whoever's event is or where whatever yeah. it is moment and their photos as well. So I've had people that. Um, have worked for me doing shoots yeah. and the photos haven't turned out great and I'm just like how do I deliver these to my clients like at the end of the day it's my name and I can see in the photos that you don't have a passion for it so it's really difficult in that sense if I'm delivering photos to my clients so obviously in those in in those situations hopefully you haven't had too many of them um I'm guessing you have to deliver them either way I right do, so you yeah. edit as best you can exactly. and then yeah Wow. And then I just hope for the best, hope for like positive comments back. <laughs> I'm just like, I deliver them. I'm just like waiting, like waiting by my phone. What is this person going to say exactly. to me? <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just be like, I'll say it honestly. I'll just be like, I don't feel like these are the best shots. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm willing to do something along the way. Maybe in the future, give you a discount on a shoot because obviously I'm giving you this person to do your shoot. I yeah. don't want to ruin your day. Yeah. Thing. Exactly. But it has happened quite a few times. Have you been burnt like that in terms of you'd have to get rid of them? Or like, is it, have you had any challenges like that where it's been difficult to kind of just be like, look, you're clearly just not on the same level or whatever yeah. it is. There has been a couple of times. I've had one time there was um, a photographer who done a first birthday and the photos came out terrible. And the oh. client didn't even mention anything to me until a year later. And she was just like, I don't want any money back. I just want to tell you that this is what the photographer has done and he's not rectified his situation. And I I was just like, you're my client. You should be coming to me. Yeah. Both of you should be coming to me. So none of them told me. But the, so in, in that situation, right? What would you have expected? Obviously they should have come to you earlier, yeah. but what would you have done? Like would you have given them another photo shoot with like a first birthday? I would have, yeah. Okay. I would have maybe done a family shoot. So what exactly was wrong with the photos? The lighting. The lighting was terrible. You know when you put a flash completely on someone and it just basically washes your face out type right. of thing. And it's like a first birthday. You want to obviously capture those memories. It's your child's first birthday at the end of the day. Yeah. Like these are the memories that you're going to cherish forever. And it's like they were basically undeliverable. The angles were off. It's not even like I could straighten them up because other things would get cropped out it's really difficult honestly so had you worked with that person before like had you seen their work I worked with them a couple of times okay and the work had been all right okay and then all of a sudden just this shoot has just been oh wow completely off yeah it's like what do you do (laughs) 
It's my reputation. Yeah, so this is yeah. what I was asking before, isn't it? Because you need to then obviously have the skills to like explain to that person, yeah. you know, like do the kind of HR chat sort of exactly. thing. Um, did you did you, do, did you expect to have to do stuff like that when you were doing photography? I didn't. Because okay. I thought everything would be done by myself. Right. But now that but sometimes I sometimes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it can't, you can't, because when your can't, brand can't gets bigger, you're going to need extra people. Exactly. So now I have a team that works with me, so I can trust them. There's one guy which I give most of my shoots to if I'm unable to make it, and I can literally trust him with everything. Um, so he's really good in that sense, and I'm. it's a blessing to have found him as well. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's Gujarati as well, so it's good. And he kind of blends in with, if I say that, oh, I don't like this, he'll just be like, okay, uh, how can I rectify it? Like he'll literally, he wants to learn. Yeah, I think that's what I was going to yeah. say. It's really important when it's yeah. someone like that rather than, exactly. you know, like it's not open to criticism because you probably don't criticize in that sense, Yeah. but it's just open to improvement. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes, you know, like there's a way you take it. You either yeah. take it as criticism exactly. or you take it as a yeah. as a way of improving. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That is really interesting. So just going back to the, Uncle G situation we had at the beginning yeah. where obviously he had underestimated you, he had mm. slotted you in whatever he wanted to slot yeah. you in as. Um, so I was going to ask you actually, when it comes to cultural boundaries, because like we said, you're a female photographer mm. in a male dominated industry, yeah. you're Asian, you do a lot of Asian events. Yeah. Where do you put your boundary? Like even, it can be culturally as well, but it can be even your personal boundaries. Like mm. how do you do that? Because he had overstepped the boundary. Yeah. But obviously you couldn't do anything about that. So you I obviously came back yeah. and said to him, why did you ask me this? Yes, of course. But where does your own boundary come in when you're doing events like that? Because I feel like, I know this sounds really weird. Like I, I just have this image in my head of you, like, I don't know, leaning down and trying to take a certain angle of a yeah. photo and someone being like, can you go and get this please? Always happens. <laughs> oh my God, are Always you joking? Yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> Always happens. I had a wedding a couple of days ago and- <sighs> the dad was just like um can you get the chandeliers take the chandeliers up here like during the wedding and I was like I got it I got it and then he comes to the back and he's just like no take it from there and take off the chandeliers on this side and get the couple in there and I was just like I literally ignored it I was fuming inside <laughs> I don't know I how was you like wouldn't. please stop <laughs> but you'll keep going on but please stop uncle please and he just kept saying like go this side then after the ceremony finished he was just like i just want you to get all the chandeliers because you know it looks really beautiful i just want you to get the couple in there make sure you got that right and i was just like i didn't get that but i'm not gonna do what you say because obviously this is my it's my job and it was funny the registrars were just like they were about to tell the couple oh you need to move over here and do this and do that and i was just like I was literally about to explain, so you're gonna get the certificate now and then I'll follow you out. And then the registrars were just like, oh, she knows, she knows what she's doing. Like, yeah, literally. And I was just like, what do you mean? I've been doing this for so long. You just, you guys just think I'm young just cause I look young. And it happens You look a lot. like a baby. I know, <laughs> I get it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I get it a lot. And it's just because I look young, people like to downplay like what I can do basically. Do you think that's more in an Asian thing? Because uh, I'm trying to think if you've done Western, or, yeah. well, I say Western, when it's a civil weddings of not pretty people who are not Asian. Yeah. Have you found that happen then as well? I feel like it works both ways. Really? Yeah. So people people just want certain shots and they just tell you what to do? Yeah. It happens all wow. the time. I know. People are like, can you get the group photo like this? And then there'll be an uncle in the back saying, 
oh, why didn't she put her hand over this person or this person? Why didn't she put her hand on the sides? Why don't you get this person to stand here? Oh my I'm God. just like, I'm doing my job. I'm literally saying, if it's a massive group photo, I'm doing my best to get everyone into the shot and get everything done in time. And they're just like, no, but you have time. You can put this person here and this person here. I'm like, you don't know the list I have to go through. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking time. if I've ever noticed that happened to a male photographer. I feel like yeah. I might have done something to a male photographer once. <laughs> so it was one of my friends. She's owning up. <laughs> and one of my yeah, and one of my other one of my friends was getting married, and um, they really weird. Yeah. This is obviously like going back like about ten fifteen years, and they hadn't got a photographer for her mm. civil, and I was like, what? Yeah. And she was like, no, my my dad said no or whatever it was. Fair. So I was like. Can I gift you a photographer? Because yeah. like you have to have a photographer when you have your, your civil, civil wedding. Yeah, and she was just like, no. I was like, look, I'm sending someone. Yeah. And so I sent one of my friends. And obviously I was there, but I was mm. in another part. And then there was one, it was only for one shot, right? They had this really classic car. Yeah. And um, he was taking photos of them in it with like family or whatever. And then I said to him, can I just give you one shot that I really want of them? And he was like, yeah, go on then. <laughs> I was like, I just want one in the rear, in the side mirror. Of yeah, the, you can get it. Yeah, yeah. So he hadn't taken any mirror shots, right? Mm. So in my head, I was just like, this could be a really good shot. Yeah, Obviously, I don't know the angles, right? So I said to him, do you think you could take it where you get both yeah. of them? And he did it. And then I kind of just stepped back because I was like, why did I do that? <laughs> do you get what I mean? Because I was just like, but why did like, I didn't have to do that? Yeah. He's a pro professional yeah. photographer. It's nice to have an input sometimes, I feel. But it's when someone's like bossing you around. Yeah. You don't want that. Especially I don't know. I just felt like I overstepped, and then I yeah. I just stopped because I after that I was just like, no, I can't. Yeah, that's not like, fair. It's not fair on either of them. Do you get yeah. what I mean? It's not fair yeah, on the couple, the family, yeah. or even the yeah. photographer. Yeah. So, but I get you. You have a vision for what you may want. Yeah. But then obviously they obviously are hired for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. But I exactly. get it. Sometimes it's nice to hear. Sometimes it's nice when people are just like, oh, by the way, can we? Do you think maybe we can take a photo like this or like that? And then I'm just like, yeah, I respect that. I respect you. Asking, yeah, because then you could, yeah. you but because then you could obviously say no. I don't think this would look good, but maybe this, yeah, maybe exactly. this angle, or maybe you can stand on this exactly. side or whatever it is. Exactly. Then you can get your photography head in exactly. and give the kind of feedback in exactly. a way Rather before you take the shot. What to do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I felt like that might be an Asian thing. I but you're saying it's both. Yeah, okay, it's both. It does happen on both sides, but it's a very, very Asian thing. I had one time an so. uncle say to his, so his daughter booked me for their um pre-wedding ceremonies and i came through the door and he was like greeting me he was punjabi and he goes to his daughter in punjabi um are you sure she's a professional she looks very young right in front of you yeah and i was like oh, <laughs> oh cool. i can understand what you're saying oh my I god exactly insane. what you're saying <laughs> and he was like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and she was like dad shush 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 like i've hired her for a reason it's like at that point i was this was like three years ago and at that point i was just like do I change how I look? But then I was just like... How can you change how you look? Ex yeah, exactly. Do I like start wearing like blazers or something? <laughs> start being not me? I literally, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that is insane. It was so, it was so weird to hear. Like I would, I would presume people say on the outside, but hearing that literally being said to my face was different. Yeah. It's almost like you weren't there. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like he said it like yeah. you weren't there. Yeah. Because that, obviously, I, I would imagine if there were comments like that, they would make them privately, yeah, right? Exactly. And you're not right in front of Exactly. Them. That's really weird. Okay. Such an awkward moment. <laughs> that, yeah, that is that was really weird. But yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to head towards the end of the episode, okay. which means we have a this or that section. 
we have a this or that section. <laughs> so they're not, some of them will be related to your career. Okay. And some of them will not be related to your career. Um, so on Shama's behalf, I'm also asking three. So we normally ask six, we yeah. ask three each. So I um, consulted with Shama and she chose some as well. Maybe. So I'm going to alternate between hers and mine. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. They're meant to be semi-rapid, but you feel free to explain yeah. if okay. if you want to, yeah. right? Because there was one person when we did this, <laughs> kept explaining really, really long. And then he was like, I'm so sorry, this is meant to be rapid. And I'm like, nah, it's, <laughs> you're all good. It's all good. It's fine. If you want to explain, it's all good. Okay. Ready? Go for it. Cool. Comedy or romance? Comedy. Really? Yeah. Even though you I'm said you love a, proposals. Yeah, but I'm not really a soppy person. I do love proposals, I can't <laughs> lie. But I'm not really a soppy person. Okay. <laughs> so I do love a good comedy. Cool. Um, traditional wear or formal wear? Formal wear. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really into the traditional clothing. Okay. Yeah. Do you do a lot of shoots with people with traditional yeah. clothing, apart from weddings? Yeah. Okay. So once I see it, I'm just like, wow, this looks beautiful. But I'm just like, I can't see it on me. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But um, I don't think I've ever seen you in formal wear either. I'm just trying to think now. Yeah, but like... <laughs> Smart casual all the way. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> okay. Studio or outdoor shoot? Outdoor shoot. So much more to work with. Yeah, I do love an outdoor shoot. In the sun. I've got another sub question. Go on. When you say outdoor shoot, mm -hmm. or when you think of it in your head, yeah. where do you see it? Like the first one that comes into mind. Where do you, if I said to you, let's go and shoot outdoors. I literally see Canary Wharf. I love really? Canary Wharf. Yeah. That's what I see. I that's see like the buildings. And like, it's like very modernized as well. So I love that for fashion shoots. Okay. Yeah. So that's literally the first location, the first thing that comes into mind. It's interesting. Mm. Because I did not think of that myself. <laughs> when, when Shama, this is one of Shama's, right? Yeah. So when she chose that, in my head... <laughs> I thought of studio, obviously studio yeah. is a studio. Yeah. And when she said outdoor, and I, in my head, I just thought a park because I just okay, thought of fine. greenery. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Fun fact, I don't actually like uh, photographing in greenery. Really? Yeah. I don't know, something just doesn't Even on a sunny, right nice sunny day? Yeah. I don't like park shoots. Interesting. Yeah, I like to like venture out. If my client wants park shoots, obviously, I'm open to that, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But like, I would be like, can we do like more like natural more like buildings and stuff like that and they tend to like that as well so i like to do a bit of both so i like to give my voice my opinion in that sense that yeah that's pretty <laughs> not cool too much into like the greenery that's pretty cool. yeah i think you did one greenery shoot well not an actual shoot but a few photos yeah, yeah. For and I. yeah no but i did like those photos because there were buildings in the background yeah that well. is true there were the, yeah there were big buildings in the background yeah. <laughs> this is very true okay um full creativity like blank canvas mm -hmm. or set rules Full creativity. I thought I you like, might say that. Yeah. I like planning the shoots myself. Yeah. It just, all the creativity just comes out then. Yeah. I just love it. Cool. I thought you were going to say yeah. that. Um, do you prefer to plan ahead or cherish the moment? Cherish the moment. If it's a couple's okay. shoot, then I do like to be like, oh, look at each other in a certain way. And then you capture that moment in mm. that sense. And it's just really nice. It's like That's a warm cool. moment, yeah. Yeah, because you can't plan that. Exactly, yeah. I do love the whole showing up and seeing how it goes type of thing. Yeah, but the planning is needed sometimes. Yeah, it it's a bit of both, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I get I get the cherish the moment as a photographer. Yeah. Okay, the last one is being a mentor or being mentored. 
being a mentor, I think. Okay. Yeah. You prefer people learning from you? Yeah. Or teaching them? Yeah, I prefer teaching 100%. Okay. Only because I don't think there's actually a reason. That's all right. Yeah. Does it need to be? Yeah. That's quite cool because then that means that you might enjoy that part Mm. of um, photography, I guess. Just enjoy that part of photography where you can show your skills, I guess. I guess it's to someone else. Passionate. Yeah. So it's just like I like to express like what I love and like I'm ha- I'll happily teach you how to edit or teach you how to take a photo. So I'd prefer that, I think. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't expect that question. I quite like it. <laughs> Thank you. That was one of mine. <laughs> Shivani, it has been lovely talking to you. Thank you for having Thank me. you so much for spending the time with me and some of these questions were shamas yeah. as well, so I've got to say. <laughs> some of them were shamas. Um, so tell people where they can find you on socials. You can find me on at Shivani Photography on Instagram and at Shivani Events. Both on Instagram? Both on Instagram. Cool. Are you anywhere else? I'm on Facebook, but don't really use that much. <laughs> okay. Like TikTok or anything like that? Uh, no. Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. So Shivani Photography and Shivani yeah. Events. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very Thank much. You so much for me. And so I just want to say a really big thank you to... DJ Shy Guy, who did our jingle for the Voice It Out podcast, which we are still using in season two, and how amazing is this jingle? I love it. <laughs> so I want to say a really big thank you to him, and we want to say we missed Shama in this episode. We do. We did. We really did. But hopefully she will be back soon. And I also want to say you can follow us on now. We are on YouTube. So please subscribe. And also you can catch us on Instagram, Voice Out Podcast. We're on Facebook, Voice Out Podcast with Shama and Amrita. We are on TikTok as well, Voice Out Podcast. So just follow us. And if you want to get in touch with us via our Instagram, you can email us and just give us some feedback. We're waiting for it. And also, I just want to say, we don't like keeping it in. We like voicing it out. Bye. See you.